Hello and welcome to Did I Just Say That with me, Joe, And me, B. And fantastic, it's episode two. Yes, it's and all very exciting. It's definitely very exciting and it's it's great to be uh, coming back and having a nice chat again. Yeah, um, like Joe mentioned, we are now called Did I Just Say That? We um, discussed it after our first um, podcast and decided that that's the name that best suits what we're all about and kind of what we hope to portray on our podcast um I know myself I don't really think before I speak so I come out with some crackers of sayings or yeah we both do and there's like some things that you subtly kind of come out with you don't really mean to anyway yeah I I just I'm the classic of saying and then going oh no I did say that didn't I Mm. Yeah. So it's it, it suits exactly our, our personalities and kind of well. And actually, it's been really nice this last the week week or two that we've it's the first podcast to been out uh, and hearing all the feedback from people and saying that people enjoyed listening to us having a chat. And it's literally we're not doing anything special. We're having a chat, which makes, means that's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah. Apart from we've got really cool microphones. Yeah, we've got really cool microphones. Again, we're finding our way with the setup, and hopefully this week the audio is even better than it was last week. It wasn't bad. I was pretty impressed, but we'll learn a bit more about microphone etiquette and not <laughs> moving really far away from the mics as we're talking or coming back to them, and we'll kind of get better at that. Hopefully, anyway. I just like to sing into mine when no one's watching, like I'm beyond say. Yeah, and we've improved our setup. We've got rid of the ghetto chair, and we uh, I attached a bit of wood to our, our uh, hand-built pallet wood table so that we can clip the mics to it, and it's, it's a lot comfier. We can sit a bit, a bit better, and it's... Much, yeah, much nicer. Hundred percent. I'm like leaning back, chilling on the sofa with a blanket and a glass of prosecco currently, so it's nice and easy for me. <laughs> that doesn't sound very different to the week before, but I'm not having to. Dip, <laughs> I'm not having to dip my neck or anything this time, so it's all kind of it's good perfect, that way. Perfect, isn't it? Anyway, first things first. I'm gonna call B out. <laughs> gonna get it out there straight away. Heated blanket. Yeah. M- my heated blanket. Your heated blanket that's now under our feet. She made me feel bad, like she couldn't reach the heated blanket. I have since gone into the bedroom and double-checked. Her feet are at least a decent foot into the heated blanket. So even if she said that she made it, made changes or whatever, it's identical to what it was, and she can reach it. So it was a little bit of a white lie. However, just to clarify, in the last since the last time we did our podcast, I've grown about a foot. Yeah, whatever. Five so that's why I can now touch it because I've I've grown. But also, I've been away with work so in that time I've been away Joe's obviously moved it I haven't moved it at all it's, it's it, like it touches the edge of the bed at one end and it sits up it's it, it's calf height and actually whilst you're away because obviously being in a bed by yourself is a little bit colder I was trying to like rotate myself along the bed so I got more <laughs> of the heated blanket it's it's been weird We've, you've been away at a real considerable amount over the last couple of weeks constantly yeah so it, it would have been really hard for us to do a podcast once a week without being up really late into the night when she got back and that's the last thing you want to do you've been working hard so and i'll say as we we've learned from the first podcast after 10 o'clock this is like no talking to me no, no. I, my my bed my my bedtime is crucial yeah and the other thing that's happened is a snow day which b got really frustrated about i was in birmingham yet again away with work even though it was like minus six degrees, so absolutely freezing, there was no snow. Not even like sleet, like nothing, just cold. Yeah, I find it really funny because I had a had a snow day, and I I've had a conversation with a number of people who one of the people who went into work on that day. But I had a snow day. It was cooled off at six a.m. in the morning, and if I looked out the window, there was probably about two to three centimeters of snow it wasn't anything crazy but it had melted and it turned into ice which is obviously quite dangerous but um the the guys up in uni said it was really deep and that actually even though it might have looked like a foot uh, sorry like two inch centimeters down here in some places it was up to a foot which i kind of find really weird seeing as we're so close but mm. it, you can well when we drove past over the weekend you, snow could, there, wasn't there? you could still see some snow so you can understand why it was like that it was crazy because like my sister working with uh, she's a nursery nurse they were still open like it was crazy who was closed and who was open i think it was um down to them the head teacher at the end of the day it kind of reminds me of a funny story so i went to plasma high school and one day there was this terrible weather warning for the next day um like there's gonna be horrendous snow like no one was gonna be able to get into work nothing so our headmaster then at a point went right tomorrow we're closing the school 
that's it, final decision, all of these weather warnings, it's happening, we're closing it. That next day, everyone woke up, there was no snow at all, it was all fine, but because he'd already closed the school, no buses are running, nothing, so we basically just got a free inset day, it was amazing, but no one else was off, so it was a bit like a... I can imagine being in that position though, it must be really difficult to make those kind of decisions. But I think that's why they call it in the morning now, rather than the night before. Well, so, like, but last year when there was that snow in March, for like like, a few days back together, mine was always called off the day before. The beast from the east. Yeah, because, but I, I... I think it's a little bit different when you think about school. Normally, people are in like quite a local area, mm. and it's those splash miles that were different. While speaking to school, there's probably people travelling from a bit further, but you got to consider like some of the teachers, some of the teachers, some of the lecturers, and other stuff that I work with are coming in from all the way of uh, like um, Amman and places like that yeah. on down in the west coast. So, and I think you got to take into consideration that students are a bit stupid. Yeah, and you so, don't want them to take any any risks. Uh, yeah, because they'll just like pretend they're ice skating and fall and break their backs, kind of thing. I suppose. Yeah. I think closing the school is safer than opening it and hoping for the best. Yeah, like in, I suppose in a school as well, you can keep you can keep, keep them in kids in room. I can't tell a student that they've got to stay in the the room. It's up to them what they do. They're, yeah. they're adults at the end. They've got to make these decisions for themselves. Exactly. I think that's 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 the key thing here, isn't it? I, I think also the other part of that was one of the boilers went, so it kind of help them in their decision to to close it because it like if there's no heating that's quite a difficult as well they don't seem to have much luck with water up there it just seems to leak everywhere there's been an ongoing leak i go to the real fun exciting health and safety meetings but there's been an ongoing leak for like the last four meetings that we talk and they're quarterly so you can imagine that's quite a long time actually oh, that goes no. through. sounds yeah. like a bit of a nightmare i just find it funny i just get updates on leaks and i'm like <laughs> awesome also, uh, changing the subject a little bit, since our last um, podcast, I've got a new car. Yeah, new car, new car. Got a new car. However, it's white. Not the colour I was like going for, but um, it's a brand new car and like it was something they had in like in, in stock or in the shop. or You got a real good deal, didn't you? Wherever it was. So, brand new car, only two miles on the clock when I got it. Great. It's white. It's not the... That is, no, you know, it's not a deal breaker. I got a really cool pen. With a spirit level in there, so that was definitely sealed the deal. However, I've had it for since Sunday, and it's now Wednesday, so about four days, and it's black already. How how does that happen? It's so dirty, and I know that I drive on the motorway every day, and like the salt and stuff like that. But still, geez, I don't think I need to keep up with washing my car every day. That's the difficult thing having having a white car. I don't think, and actually, I've looked at, I've only seen it in the dark recently because obviously winter it's always a bit dark when you come home but i don't think it actually looks that dirty i think it's it's more that it's precious isn't it you want to you want to tidy it up so definitely gonna end up washing stuff a lot more often i think i think the problem with me um as i'm probably i don't know how well this is going to go down but i'm a very stereotypical girl when it comes to cars i know nothing about them I don't want to clean them. I don't want to do anything with them. I just want to get it and drive it. So if I need my car washed, I go to somewhere and get them to wash it for me. Because, yeah, I'm I'm a bit lazy. I don't really want to get wet with dirty washing, like from car stuff. So I don't don't want to do it, pretty much. But, like, paying a tenner a time, if I've got to pay it, wash it once a week, it's 40 quid a week just to wash a stupid car. And the thing is, I would happily wash your car for you and I'd wash mine, but it's time. Yeah, that's it. We're very time poor, but not because of of poor choices, but because of the things we do. You know, we mm. this week we just every every evening we've pretty much done something. I know, and I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm pretty tired too. But I'd prefer to be like this than have nothing going on. Like, I prefer to have like an extra two hours in the day, but not yeah, to do anything, just, just to, to sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, extra sleep would be wicked. <laughs> not, to, not to put anything else in my diary, just to sleep. Um, the guys in work always ask um, at lunchtime, we're like, oh, so what's everyone doing this afternoon, this evening? Because we're obviously all interested in people's lives or just nosy, who knows? I'm just nosy. Um, but I will always be like, oh, I've got scouts or I've got shopping, I've got the gym, I've got running, I've always got something. And they're like, yeah, nothing. I'm gonna go home, sit on the sofa. I'm like, oh, sounds so nice. And they're like, I don't know why or how you do much stuff. And I'm like, well, I think I'd be bored if I didn't. However, and I wouldn't appreciate 
times yeah. where I can just sit down and do nothing. Yeah, I couldn't go home and sit down on a sofa and do nothing. I, it, I could a couple of days. Like yeah, occasionally I really appreciate. Yeah. But I think that's why why it's good that we're so busy. I, I really appreciate those times that I'm not doing anything. And also the things we do, sometimes it just shocks me how much of an impact the stuff we do has on other people. Like simple things. So you said, do you say about scouts that we? Yeah. So oh, you've looked well away from your mic, so that's going to really help everyone keep you quiet yeah. but um yeah we so we do scouts so we're, we're scout leaders we don't uh i don't work with a section specifically you do yeah two now we're also taking uh young people to the world scout jamboree in america this year in 2019 um which is incredible and it's an absolute journey but one of the things we're doing with that is doing jamboree in the bag activity so we're going around to other beavers cubs scouts explorers if you don't know what that is you can look it up online or drop us a message and we'll happily explain it to you and it's really good fun um, and we get to share our journey with everyone however it takes over because if you think about it we're part of the south wales group i cover half of south wales jake covers the other half um and within south wales there's quite a lot of scout groups and within each scout group you've got beavers cubs and scouts and then in some you'll have two beavers two cubs and two scouts and because for the leaders, it's like, oh, you know, I don't have to think about this. These people will come in and run it for me. Sounds like a brilliant night. They've got a great program. I'll just do that. Yeah. Which means, like, we're doing, like, some weeks every day a week. And yeah, it I takes out of you. The average is, is twice a week. So most leaders will do one session evening a week. And we actually end up doing two on the bee, on top on top of what she's already doing. And I'm already doing two a week. I've got, I do a beaver group on a Monday and then an explorer group on a Tuesday. So that's my Monday and Tuesday this week. Today, being a Wednesday, I did my jamboree in a bag um, in Cardiff. Tomorrow, I'm going to NEC for the whole day and I won't be back till about half 10, 11. And um, then on Friday, hopefully, I have an evening off. But I've started this new gym program um, because I obviously want my six pack, which I won't have because I drink too much Prosecco and eat too many donuts. But You're doing the one part of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's admirable. It's all about balance, right? But um, I, I'm trying. So I've got to go to the gym because I haven't gone today. I won't be able to go tomorrow because I'm in NEC. So hopefully um, I'll, um, I'll go on Friday. If not, the program's not really working for me because I've only done two days so far. <laughs> it is it is weird. And like with the jamboree and the bag stuff, it's, we're trying to give them a taste of, of like one, give them an idea of what a jamboree is and I don't know. Do you want to talk about what a jamboree is on here? I don't want to be accused of just giving so much detail. But like, do you want to talk about I what think it is? If you want to know what a jamboree is, guys, go to our YouTube page and you'll find everything yeah. there. If you, uh, yeah, that's a great shout. If you go type in uh, Welsh contingent on on YouTube, you'll find the YouTube channel that we help run uh, with loads of information, so you can see what our journey's been like. But on those evenings, we give the kids an explanation of what the what the jamboree is. We give them an opportunity to learn about the three host countries. So. Uh, it's Mexico, Canada, and America, which most people don't know. They just think about America because that's the actual physical place we're going to. Um, and we, we try to make food and we try to make some art. So we make Day of the Dead mask or Dona Deo de Cinco, I think I'm right yeah, saying. I think it's that. Um, and guacamole, which yeah. is all, always people. And I, I got a message on Facebook the other day from a parent of one of the children that we had taken on this jammer in the bag. And they're like, I've always really struggled to get such and such to try... Um, guacamole but now he's tried it in beavers and he really loves it thank you for opening his horizons so see i blackmail him a little bit i go you can't have a nacho unless you try the guacamole (laughs) and then they'll always try the guacamole and they'll and they will end up liking it because it's quite a i think it's quite a dull taste because we don't put a lot of chili or a lot of everything in it it's mostly avocado which is personally i find quite a dull taste there's not really a taste there and when you've got a nacho the kids just have a little bit yeah. of it and there's a nacho so they think oh that's amazing and it's, and it's totally different well, isn't it it's like a friendly environment to try stuff rather than a um like a forceful environment like every, all their friends are doing it it's a bit of peer like we always make a little bit of a joke about it and we show them like we try it with them and it kind of get them to explain yeah, about the I different don't like guacamole and i will if someone goes oh i'm not gonna try it, i don't like it i go i don't like it either however if you and me get a nacho together and we'll do it together you know, we've both yeah. tried it then. And like one of the things that that I always get into is like when they try it, say out loud what they're feeling, what they're like the textures and the and the taste they're getting because it's kind of like 
I, this is me. I've obviously talked about guacamole far too much, but it's like a mind journey, isn't it? Like when you have guacamole, you get the avocado to start off with, then the other flavors coming through afterwards. You've definitely had way too much guacamole. I've oh. done about fifty of these these think... evenings, so I've definitely done my fair share of uh, guacamole tasting. I think the, the 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 good thing about guacamole is it's giving them a chance of to make it from scratch and to try new things. However, the bad thing about guacamole making it with these kids is. Like I just mentioned, I will always try it with them so they can see that I'm trying it. But if they cut their tomatoes really big and their onions really big, it's just like, you're just having a go natural full of onions. It's just like, I don't yeah, really want to eat this. There's two things that always get me in guacamole, and it, especially when I make it with these guys. It's not the chilli, because I always seem to end up picking up chilies that are like bell peppers. It's the onion. I get a massive chunk of onion and it'll hit me right in the back of my throat. Or garlic. We didn't get. We didn't today. have garlic today, but it's the garlic that like, I can cry. Like it ends yeah. up crying. I'm like, it's hit me in the corner of my throat, and I'm like, oh, this is so much. And I, I find it quite hard. Is that you can see them because we give everything to them to do. We'll be there supervising. We tell them what to do, but we don't want to take over because it's for them to do. Yeah. However, when I see them cutting these onions up like in massive chunks, they're like, is this okay? I'm like, oh, I'll come a little bit smaller. And they goes, oh, I've done it. I'm like, no, nah, they like. That's like a whole onion. But like, like, you haven't cut that at all. There's also this massive thing. So, I'm not sure, like, I know lots of parents get their kids to cook with them. But we give them so much freedom when they're doing it. Like, they're doing every part of it. Okay, I, I always pre-cut the avocados because that's... I found out that's, like, one of the most likely ways to cut yourself when yeah, trying to get in the kitchen. Stone out. So, I, I always pre-cut the avocado and loosen off the stone so they can get it out with a spoon and stuff. But, like, we give them knives and we get them to cut it up properly, show them simple... Cook, mm. like ways to chop up and those are the skills that they're going to have for life which is really like that that is me going proper scout on message <laughs> skills for it is isn't it like simple things we just think it's fun when we get into taste food but they like they know how to cut safely now and that that's yeah incredible. it is good it is good 100 percent. and yeah I, I i love being a scout and i love going taking people on those journeys so i'm sure that we'll bring it up more and more <laughs> i'm sure we will <laughs> Like, and this jam- the jamboree is amazing. So we've known got we got to the young people. It's not a given that they'll get selected to go to a World Scout jamboree. They have to go through a selection process, and we've got to meet these guys who who went through this process and got selected and see them really mature in themselves over the last two years. Yeah, 100%. and that's been been really powerful. I've had a lot of moments where it's really taken me aback to see how how grown up and mature these guys have come and where they've come from to where they are now. It is it is great to see. It is great to see, and um, it's great to be part of that journey. Only uh, a couple of months now till we actually go to the Jamboree, which is crazy because when we first started, we were like, oh, yeah, in two years, you know, two years time, we've got two years of fundraising to do, we've got two years of this to do. And it's like, well, actually, in like in like less than six months time now, it's, it's I can't I can't get around to saying it's it. It's coming so quickly and it, it's incredible. So we've had to do all our paperwork. So for uh, passport numbers, Esters, Etters. We've had to collect all of that information and, and make sure that we've got it all ready for us to go. And that just makes it feel so real, doesn't it? It's, it is crazy. It, it'll be something that I'm sure that we'll always have a little story about to come when we come back. But that's 18 minutes of the podcast through already. And that's the point that we remind people. Obviously, it's the second podcast, so we didn't get anyone in touch. But if you would like a slot where we read an ad out on the podcast for your company or for your business, you can get in contact with us on either our Instagram page or via Twitter um I, I didn't set up a facebook page but I'll, I'll do that this week and obviously now if you're listening to this and you some of you guys followed the link last week we are now on spotify and on apple Podcasts, which feels kind of like a big deal um so you can find it on your on your favorite podcasting th- service i need to get in contact with google about how to get it onto google Podcasts because apparently you can't do it in the uk but i've heard some british podcasts on there so i gotta work out how to do that yeah i, I don't know that at all yeah no, there's definitely british podcasts on there yeah it's just like when you go to register it it doesn't say so google i know you're not listening but if i say google enough do you think like it automates an algorithm where they have to listen to what we're saying google no. you need to sort it out like i've got a google phone my phone's gonna start going off in a minute yeah so that's one of the thing when i listen to podcasts and they say about not saying like uh, the name of the the amazon branded home help assistants or like your phone by saying Alexa. Yeah, that was Alexa. So if anyone's listening on Alexa, good luck, have fun. <laughs> Alexa, pay Joe lots of money. No, um, or if we say OK Google, I'm looking at B's phone. Mine hasn't gone off either. I didn't say it. Oh no, yours did. Mine did. There we go. 
just popped up. Um, See, mine wouldn't because it's down to my voice. Yeah, mine's down to... It, I have to unlock it for it to actually do stuff, but I said said it and ended it up. But yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. I, I find it really interesting setting up the, the first one to see how it all goes on up and gets online. It's This one should come up really quick and should be easy and less stress. Not less stress, it wasn't stressful, but like less complicated for me to do. Hopefully, 100%. Um, and hopefully I'll probably put up this evening after we've had a chat. Unless I, well, you can. I'll probably fall asleep after this. <laughs> yeah, we can. Well, yeah, of course. It's it's getting later into the evening again. We always seem to do this at like late night. I suppose because we're so busy, we have no time at the time to do it. I think yeah. the next time we could have done it would be Friday, and um, you've got a, a meeting on the on the Saturday. Saturday, so you'd be stressed. So like, it just wouldn't work. So I'm pretty chilled out about that. I've learned something really good that I can delegate and to to my guys. So I'm I'm kind of. I'm a lot more chilled out than I was about that kind of stuff before. I want to take some time now to talk about food. Food, right. Food. Okay, okay. so... What are we talking about? This week, myself and Jay have ventured out. So we normally... <laughs> ventured out, you mean we sat on our laptops? Oh, well, I sat on the computer. <laughs> but um, we normally do a click and collect for Tesco's when we come to our weekly shop because, like we've already mentioned, we're very, very busy. We have no time to actually go to a shop and do our shopping. Um, and if we do, we'll end up buying so much more crap that we don't need, like it'll cost us a fortune. So we'll plan our meals out in advance on the Sunday or the Monday morning. Either one of us who have is free before midday, because with Tesco's you've got to order before midday to get same day delivery or collection. Um, we'll order our food and we'll just go collect it, which is fine. And um, apart from Tesco's get really a bit arsed with us because we're like five minutes to the deadline we bu- before we... Book we... A, we book a last minute slot. Like we sorry, we bet the latest slot in the day, so the eight till no seven till nine. No, slot. it's eight till nine. Eight till nine. No, seven. Slot. No, it's two hours because it's oh, in, yeah, the, in the start. Till nine. Yeah, you're seven right. till nine, and at, at nine o'clock they'll ring. No, sorry, eight at o'clock. eight o'clock they'll ring B for us to come and get it, and we're like, well, we're actually busy. We're pl- we're planning on getting it at like half eight, like. Yeah, because we've got a pick up between seven and nine, like we can get it then. But we're always the last people to pick it up, so like I think the click and collect person's like, where are these idiots? Like I want to go home. Yeah, and also like. I'm calling them out a little bit here. We've had a number of substitutions over the last couple of the weeks that we weren't happy with, and it was getting more and more regular. So, B decided. So, we tried Ocado this week. Um, my friend in work uses it all the time. And Hashtag he's, not an ad. And he swears by them. They're like, they're amazing. They have loads of different brands. You know, you can find everything you need. I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll give it a go. I had a £20 voucher because he recommended it. So I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. Did so, he get £20 as well for that? Well, he does, yeah. So awesome. lucky That's him. That's great news. It well, is, we but... just have to keep on recommending people so we get £20 vouchers. Yeah, so if you want to shop for Ocado, guys, let us know and we'll send you some yeah, vouchers. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> but either way, so then I'm on I'm on the computer now looking at Ocado, picking what I want. They say lots of different brands. There's not that many different brands. There's Waitrose, there's Ocado, and then there's the odd... Like, I bought salmon, and there's, like, that's the fish and co. But it's, like, they'll obviously do fish. There's not, like, lots of brands. So, like, don't get your hopes up. You ain't getting no little and Tesco stuff there, which I thought was going to happen. But it wasn't, it was quite reasonably priced, wasn't it? Like Yeah, there was, it was the same price as it is at your Tesco's and at your, your Morrison's and stuff. But it's, um, it's waitress value items and stuff like that. It's great quality stuff. Um... So I did that. I had my £20 off. It was great. I picked the delivery slot because we're still busy between 8 and 9 in the evening on a Tuesday. And I was like, right. If it arrives at... My friend said it'll arrive the earliest time. I was like, oh, okay. So it'll arrive at 8. Perfect. Joe can make dinner for me before yeah, I get Jake, home. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't getting home until half past 8, quarter to 9. Um, so he's like, Joe can put it all away and make the dinner. And when I get home, it's all done. I was like, I'll ring Joe. Totally cool with that as well. Yeah. When they rang me to say they were outside, I was like, I'll ring Joe. or will be fine. I finished my scouts and I texted her like, oh, the shopping came yet? Because they haven't rang me. So I'm just assuming you've opened the door for them. And he's like, oh, no, they haven't been yet. I was like, oh, it's half eight. Where are they? I get home, quarter to nine. Still not here. Hmm, it's a bit strange. First time buyers as well now. You'd think, oh, we'll get there first. Nine o'clock, they ring me. Sorry, we're running late. I'm like, you have my food for dinner in your bag, in your car. I need it right now. We were on the edge of buying pizza 
on the edge i was like i was starving at this point i was wasn't even funny and i'd been to the gym that day as well after work so like i'd worked out gone to explorers and come home and still hadn't had any food luckily we had a little bit of prosecco left at home so like all was not lost and he arrives at quarter past uh nine he does and then he gives us his whole spiel about Ocado and all their great values and bloody, 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 Yeah, bloody no, I have that. to say, like, as a customer, I quite enjoyed that bit of customer service that he gave us. He rang one 15 minutes before he, like, 15 minutes before he was late to say he was going to be late. And he wasn't that late. He was, like, five, ten minutes late. And also... Still late. He was still late. And also, but when he got here, he was really polite and he was... he, I like, I always find it weird. I'm the kind of person who likes to help people. So I went out to the van because... We, the way our house works is it's not easy to get straight into the to the yeah. door where we are. So I I went out and went to the van and said, "Oh, we're here down here," and he wouldn't let me carry his stuff down to the door. Fine, okay, find that odd. And then he had like a whole spiel about they ca- color code their bags so you can get it in the cupboards easier and stuff. So I really appreciate that. And like he had to explain it to us. Get money off if you give them carrier bags back. Yeah, and we ha- we're like hoarders of carrier bags. Like we have so many carrier bags. He did it again, hoarders. Hoarders. I believe it's called hoarders. I'm a hundred percent sure it's hoarders. I'm gonna go for hoarders. If you um, if you want to start that new word with me. We hoard stuff. A person hoards stuff. Yeah, but we have a lot of if plastic we, bags. If you, if you hoard stuff, you are a hoarder. Hoarderer. Um. Hoarderer. Anyway. Crikey. What that is a, did me... I just say that moment? But like, it. You don't believe you're wrong, so you, you can't even get in edgeways with that one the whole Ocado food has been lovely and i cooked the salmon from this fish and co company today and jolly gosh it was beautiful jolly gosh <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> whoa <laughs> jolly gosh i don't know what the saying is for that either but it comes with this sauce that i thought you put on when you cook it but you don't you just put it in a mug of hot water and in the in this in the packet to heat it up you don't have to microwave it or anything That's pretty clever. and then you just put Pull it on the salmon and i was like oh it was did you read that before you got Yeah, and I even took the instructions to work with me just in case I forgot because I'm a bit dull like that. But um, Bless you. it was like chilli, it's like oh sweet chilli or chilli, lemon and ginger. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I'll try it. So I squirted it on it and I was like, oh, and I had a salad as well. It was salmon salad. I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be nice with my lettuce. But woof, it was gorgeous. I was... <laughs> I'm going to say a saying now that, you'd, that I've said wrong before. But like I said to my curry a couple of years ago, I'm an owie of it. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, it's all. So, yeah, when I say owie, I mean A-W-E, which is all. But I had never said that word before. And I made a curry from scratch that after being a student, eating all this rubbish food, I'd made a curry from scratch and I went oh, I'm an owie of this. <laughs> they were like, what are you on about? And I mean, that's completely like being in it. Like I get, I get it. Cause so you, we talked, so, talked about this a bit last week, but you predominantly being a Welsh speaker, like for years, owie, you're, you're saying it phonetically. So you're saying that the letter sounds not yeah. how it combines in English. And I wish I understood. I, I wish I could speak in Welsh more because if I know how the word's spelt, I know how to say it because it's such an easy language in that way. But English isn't the same. Like, it, it, it's different. And it, I can completely join the dots together about that. And the other part of that is I'm dyslexic, so I struggle to spell. And some of you will have noticed that on the first podcast, I spelt beginning wrong. So it took five days for someone to tell me that. After other people had commented on it, it took five days for someone to come up and point that out to me. But... That's that's what by the by, but if it was in Welsh and it was phonetic, I could actually have a good spell at it. Even like words like landfire, postgillo, gotgallo, I would be able to spell it because I could say it because I, it's it's like land double L A N, goch G O C C H. You, I've broken it up and I've used different parts of the bit. Yeah, but I know. How do you start it now? Llanfire. Llanfire. However, just so everyone's aware, A-W-E is pronounced as awe. You're in awe of something. You're not in owie of something. But then <laughs> how do you spell iron ore? So as in wh- how iron, that you, to make iron, you need iron ore. I don't even know what that is. It's like 
that the the you you'd mine material, so you'd mine for iron ore to make iron, and you'd like heat it up and do a whole process. Oh, you are and that's our O R E. So like, how confusing is that? Like, that that's the English language. If that was Welsh, it'd probably have a, a name where it was like iron material. The material that makes iron. Yeah. Such a sensible language. Or they just put iron oro. <laughs> iron oro. <laughs> I bet iron oro. Have you got into iron oro over there? I need some of that. It's like, but... it's always those conversations as well. Like, oh, we, I'm getting into a hole here, I know. Um, but if we're talking about like microwave in English, in, in Welsh, there's a like, if you're not from Wales, there's a lot of like conversations about what microwaves called because in some schools they teach one way in other words places they teach a different way so what would you say if someone talked to you about a microwave so i i like to think that it is called popty ping but unfortunately guys if you are listening and you have called it popty ping it's incorrect it's actually microdon yeah microdon so because i i'm obviously microdon not microdon it's not micro it's a micro microdon so as I'm trying to learn a little bit more Welsh, I'm trying to add words to my vocabulary. When I asked me about it, and like you're in the kitchen, you're naming things you see, and she said that, I was like, I was always told popty ping in school. Joe's favourite Welsh word is? Services in Welsh. Oh, I, I was thinking <laughs> you were going for my other word that I was going to bring up here. So gwasanaithai. That's because I used to learn it whilst I was in the car. <laughs> Please may I go to the toilet? Um, and But like... Here's a fun one as well. Jellyfish. <laughs> I remember your uncle telling me this when we were at a pub. Yeah, because I didn't actually know this either. Um, so what were, you, t- what, were you t- what were you taught in school? I don't think I was. Cause I don't think you've ever, ever had to say, oh, there's a jellyfish there. Or a jellyfish has ever come up in any of my sentences. So what, but, uh, so what you're saying is, in a typical like Welsh language kind of way, if you were speaking about jellyfish, you probably would have just said jellyfish. Yeah, and I think if they were teaching it to us in school they probably would have said piscodding wibbly wobbly which because it's that's clearly what not everyone's right, is it? Piscodding, piscodding wibbly wobbly. wibbly it makes sense but what's the what's the, so on, the I'm gonna make actual you say can- translation for jellyfish is cuntamor and you can uh, you can probably work out what that's translated as yeah and if, if, if almore is the sea isn't it yes yeah, so a cunt of the sea oh thank you yeah there we go beat in like case you were there. wondering <laughs> That's a, that's a direct, direct translation. So, Which yeah. means jellyfish, apparently. So I don't it, understand how, but... It's because jellyfishes sting you, so they hurt. So they're not very nice things. That's why, that's what that, <laughs> if you're thinking literally, that's exactly why it would be called like that. But if you're translating, that, it doesn't work. That's, that's the way your your uncle described it to me, and that yeah, I, but, I'm standing by that. But the, my uncle could have made this up back. He's a very believable person and I'm a very gullible person. That's, so he, well, he could he have was made pretty, it up. And I, I see I'm going to Google a, it now. I see through a lot of that. and uh, But when I spoke to Keris about it as well, she said that that was right. And other people that we talked to, like Derry were talking about it and stuff. But yeah, it's, I find it, I find Welsh, I find it fascinating. It's such a, such an interesting language, such, such a fun way. My issue and why I've always got stuck learning Welsh is I cannot... For the life of me, roll my R's. So, so just you make to, that sound so good. Just to, um, before we move on. It looks amazing on the waveform as well. in Welsh, on Google Translate, is Pascod Jelly or Pascodin Jelly, yeah, which actually translates a lot better. So, I think me clear- being very gullible and haven't actually searched what my uncle has said... Pescod or Pescodin jelly sounds a lot more believable and a lot more right. Well, if you're a Welsh speaker and you're listening to this, feel free to drop us a comment of what you would call jellyfish. But for the for the non-Welsh speakers out there and to, to understand again how it's made up... Pes- Don't go around saying jellyfish in Welsh. Go Pescod jelly. <laughs> Pescod jelly, yeah. But like Pescod is fish. Jelly is jelly. You know, like jelly... It makes sense, doesn't it? It's built... It can, the, the word's being built up. I'm getting into really word geek and I can't... I can't spell for toffee. And you might say, oh, but you work in a university. I am amazing at proofreading things for people because I know the mistakes I make and I know where I make mistakes. And if it doesn't look right to me, it 90% of the time probably isn't. And I know I need to question it. And then at that point, I can question it with someone to go through it. And I've had to spend so much time over the years looking for apostrophes or making sure my grammar's right or trying to spell words. So I've learned a lot about how I build and how words are constructed. It, it helps me 
definitely helps me writing down and stuff for sure. Uh, I just um, spell things, and if it's spelled correctly, I'll blame her. Uh, like autocorrect autocorrect yeah sometimes like when i write i write stuff down and stuff i often ask b like especially with some of the scout stuff we've done if we need it translated and stuff you're my go-to person to ask for help and you're like i just whacked it in google translate and then made sure it made sense but you can't trust google translate can you it kind of goes off sometimes it's getting better over the years the more you deal with it that's because it's ai b do you know what ai is adobe illustrator files I'm a designer. That's a literal translation, but AI, artificial intelligence. So the more you feed it, the more questions you ask it, the more feedback you give it, the more it will learn. Well, there we go. I did not know that. No. So like artificial intelligence, when you uh, when it was originally, it's conceived in movies. If you're thinking like that, it's like robots who think for themselves and stuff. But simply at the moment, AI sits down as us questioning and working with computer programs. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, as we talked about before, I work in performance analysis. I think in the future, at the moment, uh, if a player is watching a game of sport, uh, be it whatever, if we think about football, cricket, rugby, basketball, they'll have to create what we call a buttons template or a code window, uh, depending on which piece of software you use to what they call it, where they can make a load of buttons with the key performance indicators on it and they have to click the key performance indicator when it happens. But in the future, I reckon that will happen automated. We'll be able to tell the, the computer oh, a kick is when the foot hits the ball. And then it will just go, ah, oh, that's a kick. And make a video for us instead of us having to do the hard work. I know. Well, I think one day computers are going to take over our world. Are, so you, replying, are you replying to emails, by the way? No, I'm looking at Gusto. <laughs> Gusto? You think computers will take over? I think computers will have a much bigger effect on the world. I think that we can already see that happening with things like Tesla's and things coming through that they're having a massive impact on the way we live our lives and it it's gonna be interesting oh i'm not going for gusto four meals 34 quid oh is that a restaurant no it's like the cooking thing like you get you get all the ingredients you need to cook these oh, meals like hello fresh and all yeah. these other ones. we we're really digging for people to give us adverts aren't we <laughs> like well, Joe Wicks is now doing it, and his food looks lush. I'm like, okay, I'll have a look at it. So I put four meals for two people in a in the little basket to see will this work for us, see how much it is, see if it works out. But it's thirty four pounds for four meals, um, and on average, on average, we'll spend between forty five to fifty on on our shopping a week. But that's yeah, I'd in- say that's an expensive week. Yeah. Well, that's a bee shopping week. Yeah, that's not when Joe's been uh, stringing. But that's like including work. all of our breakfasts and lunch juice, and that's lunches. Just dinners, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I have salmon for lunch most of the time. Joe has tortellini. We'll have our drinks and that. I drink a lot of prosecco, and all of this bagels, chocolate like chocolate bars of breakfast bars and stuff like that. And I think adding gotta, that to thirty-four quid a week for, and that was only for four meals as well. Not yeah, so it probably it probably turned out to be like. 60 quid a week if you did that. Yeah, but Which, then you get all the ingredients and all much like ready for you. So yeah, you're not actually wasting anything. That's so. tr- that is very true. And I think like in the future, if we get into a position where we actually could do stuff like that and have that kind of mm. risk, I think it'd be a great way to expand the different kind of things that we like to eat because you'd be tempted to try stuff because you haven't got to go out and have like Chinese five spice, a great example. If you want to make a, a meal and, it, and you're going to try a meal for once, which got Chinese five spice in it, I've used... I'm pretty sure we've used that in the cupboard once and then we've never used that it again. That one meal, and it actually was horrible, wasn't it? It was it yeah. was the worst meal we've ever had. I think we actually threw it out and bought pizza that day because it was terrible. But I'm a really fussy eater. Like, on health forms and stuff, when I'm going away, I put a fussitarian down because I'm just so fussy with my food. You are ten times better than you used to be. And well, it's because I've got the recipe books and hence why we bought the Chinese also, five spice. And also, you like knowing that you wanted to be healthier as well, like you wanted to have a healthier lifestyle... Because like, I wanted a six pack that I'm not getting. Yeah, so you knew you needed to eat vegetables and because you used to be stick thin and you, like, you wouldn't have said you were a healthy shape. You're now a healthy, healthy body shape where you work yeah. out and stuff. Um, like you used to be, you said to yourself, "I need to eat the proper nutrients." I remember you you talking it through with me, and you started off with the veg shakes, right? The powder shakes. Yeah, which were actually horrible. They're super greens. They were called all that. And it, I if you like, can't eat vegetables, guys, don't go for the super greens. Well, no, learn to like vegetables. But, but that was what made you learn to like the vegetables. Having the super greens and realising you didn't like the super green. I know, they were, t- they were actually horrible. It made you 
it made you want to try vegetables so you've expanded yeah. it and actually you've learned i've learned a lot about trying food with you because it's not necessarily like the taste of the food it's all about the textures and stuff mm. i was talking talking to some of the kids today apart from broccoli i will always hate broccoli the taste the texture the rumours that you get from if you eat too much broccoli, a tree will grow in your body. I don't want no trees in my body. It's not true, but you won't get a tree. But like, I don't eat crusts on the bread either because I don't want curly hair. Like all of these myths, I believe. Old wives' tales. I believe them. It's like the, the silly, I'm not sure if this is true. I'm going to have to look it up properly. But I heard an old wives' tale that in hot countries, you know, have you noticed a trend that in hot countries they like spicy food? Like spicy food? Yeah. Like India? Like yeah in india they like spicy curries in um in mexico they eat spicy food like guacamole chili tacos all that kind of stuff i heard a rumor or wives tale that it's because if you eat spicy food it makes you want to drink more so it doesn't make you sweat so you get so you're not as not as dehydrated because you wanted to drink more water i don't know how true that is but doesn't that make sense yeah however broccoli makes no sense yeah, well, just just broccoli and whole, no sense. So, from where you are now, like, what is the what are the gateway vegetables? Do you think that have got you into eating some of the veg? So, well, I I still don't eat a lot of veg. I like um it, unless I'm making like a bolognese and stuff. Cause I blend a lot of my veg. I I don't like the texture. So, like, when I have a bolognese, I will blend like the mushrooms and the courgettes and all of that. So I I can't touch like feel them in a way, but they're there. But I like raw carrots. I can't. I can't have cooked carrots. Cause I don't like that. They're they're just too soft. Yeah. So you you're a raw carrot person, aren't you? Yeah. Lettuce, which is basically a salad, but I don't like rocket. But again, it's got to be spicy. Uh, I find it spicy and stingy and iceberg nice. lettuce as well, isn't it? So it's like got to be a crunchy food. Yeah. Um, it's all textures. I'll have sweet corn. Sweet corn's quite nice. Uh, Monge too. Ali, Ali, I'll ask for that. Mon- this is a lot of salad That's not food. what you call it, though, is it? No, I call it minji twats. Yeah. I don't know who taught me that. But that's what I call it. I remember who taught you that. It was work colleagues who taught you that. <laughs> so I call him that. Uh, but I don't like sugar snaps, which are very similar, but the peas are a bit bigger in sugar snaps, which is why I don't like them. Cause I, I don't like peas. But like lots of the time it's about trying it, isn't it? You'll find different things that you like. Yeah. Like, I'm learning to like... Um, cabbage at the moment like i can that's eat it that's a weird one to start off trying to like but it's quite it's quite it's quite a, a pungent oh I say, it's quite a dull taste yeah it's dull but i think it's got like a if lot. you have it on, on your it's sunday filler, dinner though, covered with gravy it's all right it's a filler there as well isn't it like cabbage it's it's not a lot to it like health kick wise it's got lots of nutrients in it but it's it's, it's a nothing food like i could mm. eat a load of cabbage and then in my smoothies i have spinach so I'll have some of that. But I eat quite a lot of fruit. So at least I'm having some fruit. I get my five a day that way. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I know, I think it's impressive. But what, this week you bought bananas, apples and... Pink lady apples from Mercado, may I say. And I think that, I think that's great. Like I enjoyed my pink lady apple today. What? They're my pink lady apples. Oh, okay. Tomorrow <laughs> I won't be having a pink lady apple then. I was joking, you can have as many as you want. Well, actually there's only four, so you can only have a maximum of three because I've already had one. <laughs> I have to say, I feel much more relaxed talking this week, today. Good. It's a, it's kind of comfortable. And it's also, I, I think I had a stress last week that we couldn't, I didn't know what it was sounding like as we were doing it. So the headphones this week is uh, giving me some kind of relaxing, but it feels weird that I'm talking with headphones on and you're not got headphones on. I don't on. think I could listen to myself talk as I'm talking. I'm going to pass you over the headphones because I think the way well, you... I don't want to. Just, just like listen for like two seconds and then you can pass them back. But like... I don't find it like I'm listening to myself echo or anything. It's it's interesting. Okay, here they come. If I don't so like it, send it over. But you can I just quit. you can pass them back. Doesn't matter which way around you went them. Just listen to yourself talk. But you—that's me talking. You talk as well. Hello. Well, yeah. actually, it just sounds. Oh no, I don't, I don't know. It's a little bit behind, isn't it? Um, I don't think I like it. It's it's kind of weird, but it kind of gives you an idea of what people are hearing on the outside. I'll happily listen and monitor audio. It's fine. I can, if you'd be noticing me, I've been watching my laptop and watching the bars bounce, so I can kind of see when we're talking too loud or too quiet, and it, it's kind of interesting. I find it interesting because I'm a geek. Okay, talk now as I step up. No, I can definitely. I think so. I was just thinking that it won't work in. What the headphones? Yeah, I don't like it. You can have. It's because you're listening to me talking. It's just when you're talking yourself, it's a bit odd. It's just odd, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like them. 
I don't want them. What's However, one? I did buy new headphones this week for the gym because Joe won't let me use his Beats because in case I get sweat on them. I, I'm really weird about kind of things like that. Which is stupid. They've been like for over like three years now. They're like really old, like oh, well over three years, probably four years he's had them. They're so like they're four Dr. year old. Dr. Dre Beats Two, that's what they are. They're really yeah, so they're they're two Beats. Like that's how old know, they are. I don't know what version Beat we're on though. So like, neither do I. But, yeah, um, well, there we go. Stop trying to be. I know it's not two. They did Google them the other day, and there's definitely a three. Yeah, but like, I, I think they're comfortable. But I'm not allowed to wear them. And the day that I did wear them, whoof, all so hell broke them, So I don't take them out for a run. I wear a wired pair of headphones at the moment to run because after the half marathon, I stood on them and broke them. My ones, those were that he broke. <laughs> the black ones, they were white. Oh yeah, you bought them, but you also had another pair at the time there as well. Yeah, I did have two pairs. So I stood on them and broke them. So I, I've been w- running with wired headphones, and. I actually, I'm not an over-the-ear headphone guy when I'm running. I'm an in-ear. You're an over-the-ear. Yeah. Um, and I've got very sensitive ears and they get cold. Over-the-ear when I'm listening to stuff in beds or doing stuff like this in audio because it's much more enclosed and a better quality of sound, I think. But um, yeah, in-ear for running because it's just it's more comfortable. I'd get hot ears otherwise. I'd just sweaty, sweat them out. However, I'm more of an out-ear person. I know. I don't know if that what it means. I'm more of an over-ear person with like, the big headphones. So, when Jo was in work and I had the day off, yeah. I needed to go for a run. <laughs> she took my headphones again without... I just be... Like, <laughs> the last thing I wanted... I listen to lots of stuff in bed, as we said before. I, I, like, watch movies or watch TV programmes or YouTube videos in bed. And I wear those when I'm laying down. I don't want them to be sweaty or... But busy. I don't sweat, so it's fine. You don't think you sweat? I don't sweat. And also, they were really comfy. And my That's ears why didn't... I like them, because they're comfy and they're soft. And I, I really should just find the cable, instead of wearing these ones now, I'm gonna, next week, I'm going to find, next week, next time we do it, I'm going to find the, the cable and listen with my beats, because they're just comfortable. But also, like, I think I ran a lot faster with them on. And what's yours is mine, so... Mm. Well, maybe, mm. maybe birthday, Christmases, whatever, we can, uh, we can come to a, an agreement. That I have them. I actually don't want them. They're bright green. But it doesn't matter. No, but I'm not saying I just that bought, I've just bought oh, new bought headphones. New, so it doesn't matter, does it? No, not, not Dr. Beats or Dr. Dre's or whatever they are. I've just bought some wireless ones from Amazon. But I would say that you've probably gone through more headphones like that than I've gone through. Like, like those Beats are still working Yeah, but I fine. constantly use mine. I suppose you use it every day, don't you? I probably use those more than those running ones. Yeah. And I, but, like, again, that's because I'm OCD. I'm OCD about tech. I'm, an, I'm a te- like really ocd i find it quite funny that and um, people always comment but like i'm really i know my stuff about my stuff i might not know my stuff about everything tech but i can do a real good job about my things that's probably because of my job as well i suppose I, that's my mindset that's why i'm good i think i'm good at my job i'll find out tomorrow in my performance review but i like to think i'm good at my job um so yeah i i, I know my stuff like if you rang me with a problem with something that i had something of I could probably talk you through it about how to get it working again. Like a piece of kit went out today with work and they rang me all the way from Swansea and over the phone without seeing it, I talked them through being able to how to get it to work because I know it inside and out. So I'm really precious about that kind of thing and that's just it, isn't it? But I want the headphones to run. Okay, if you want the headphones to run, can I have some nice headphones to listen to stuff in bed? You don't want the bright green ones though. You've got, and as you said, you've got wireless headphones to run now. No, but yours are still comfier than mine. Because I well, didn't, I just got like a pair from Amazon, like, well, like 20 quid. Crowdfund B Beats headphones for running. Yeah, nice pretty pink ones. I did try to buy, I was, I was did look at buying Beats ones, but they were like 200 quid for music. I'd sing to myself the whole way for that. 200 quid, that, and when we're trying to save up money for a mortgage is... Yeah, we're selling just, the house, guys. Just not, not It's going, we're, yeah, we're selling the house, the house we're in. We got it, uh... Is the house that we're in? It's so that sounds weird because we're saying we're saving up for mortgages, but we're selling the house. So my parents did a, a really noble thing when we went when I well when we were in uni and bought this house that we're in. So we've been paying them back for the mortgage the whole time that we're here, and now we're going to go into the big step of getting our own house. So woo woo. So we've done all the fun things like set up a ho- help to buy ISA. Two help to buy ISAs. One each. That's one thing to remember if you're first time buyers in a couple. You can each get an individual help to buy ISA, which means that you double your money. It does mean that. 
but also it means that B has no money to do any fun things because she's saving for a house. Joe's just got no money to do fun things because he's saving for a house. Which sucks. It it doesn't it it would suck if I couldn't see the benefits of the end goal. See, I'm more of an in the moment kind of person rather than a long term kind of goal person. So I'm seeing all this money going into this ISA and I'm like, I could have done so much with that well, not that much. But I could have done a lot of things with that money. That oh, I it's a considerable amount of money, have. though. Like, the, in the speed it's run up, so four months. Yeah. It's a decent wedge that we've got in there. I know, but it is sad. But either way, we're selling the house. So if you want to buy the house that we're currently in, it's in the lovely area of a place in Cardiff, which I will not say on podcast because I don't want any stalkers. Because I have watched you on Netflix. I know it's creepy. Not not you, person. Like, you're not talking directly to someone. The show you. Yeah, the show you. It's not that creepy, but like, you're learning all about these stalkerish people. So talking about Netflix series that we just binge watched and watched in like three days, was it four days? Sex Education. Sex Education. Great TV show. Really recommend it. It was. It was really funny. I recommend it to someone at work, and they're like, "It's amazing. It's so good." However, um, I want to call it like I'm a, again, camera nerd, watching watching it be shot. A couple of things directly. I must have been written by a Brit. I don't know this. Gonna, I'll look it up. I'm sure someone will tell me. But written by a Brit must have been directed by an American. Has to have been because that school that they were shot in, it was Brit all British cast, or that they were portraying a British cast. I don't know if they were all British, but it was a British cast in an Americanized school. We don't have like. Our, sw- our swim teams don't have varsity jackets or, like, do you know what I mean? It was so Americanized. Lockers in the in the corridors. Uh, okay, I went to a bit of a different school, so lockers in the corridors wasn't a thing at all. But like, do you know what I mean? B, there wasn't like yeah. That kind so of... I went to a, a normal state school. Uh, it was a Welsh one, but still, we had no lockers. We had uh, yeah, we had carry out bags everywhere. And I'm quite a lazy person. I don't like to carry anything. I can't remember if I had a locker during... Oh, I'm going to say R16 then. Or like um, going through. But in sixth form I had a locker. Because there was a new sixth form common room with lockers in. And I don't like. I don't remember using it that much. I think I had squash in it. Squash and snacks. Squash and snacks. What else would you have in there? That and I changed great. clothes. I know I had squash and snacks and I changed clothes. Because I used to cycle to school. And that's why when we talk about where we're going to move to... I'm pretty psyched about it because, like, psyched about wherever we go because I'm so close at the moment. I don't have to cycle. There's no point you cycling. No at the point moment, in cycling. It, so, if when we move and we get a bit further away, I'll have a, a reason to do some exercise before work again. I, I really like the idea of that. I I like the idea of moving probably a bit further away than where we are at the moment, just to explore a different part of the the city if we stay in Cardiff yeah, or if we decide to move out of Cardiff because we've never left Cardiff neither of us left Cardiff for university we, we stayed in Cardiff and went to a university here that actually I think going a little bit little bit further afield and travelling back in seems kind of like positive to us where some people I'm sure it'd really annoy them having to get further away from where they work and I know the traffic and stuff but you know you get a lot better value for your for your money and, and look we, it's our first house we don't mind a little bit of commuting and Maybe when if we get fed up with commuting, then we've got the second house and we can make that decision to stay closer or yeah. go further away. But you don't know unless you try, do you? So you need to, I think you need to try everything. Yeah, 100%. And see what works for you. Completely. I, I completely agree. And we'll try it. We're, we're not looking for anything crazy. It's not like we're getting, going nuts, but we're looking for something that suits us. We're going to America, guys. Well, that may, may, maybe, maybe we have to just bite the bullet and then do it. No, no we're not going to America. We're... Both currently staying where where we are in the staying put. Yes. Until we move to America next week. Until we move to America. That'd be <laughs> that'd be a whole life changing experience, right? I found out a weird thing today. So a company that we buy or we use products of that I keep on getting in contact with at the moment have taken over another company that one of our friends works for. So I'm gonna now not go and speak to them but gonna get in contact with him about helping me out so it's black magic stuff that i i use in work and i needed help with but now i can go straight to to chris about it because he works for them in australia sounds perfect oh australia yeah australia but again we know a couple of people have gone to australia and done stuff i think it's pretty cool 
it sounds it sounds intriguing but it's really difficult because i w- neither of us would like to take a massive gamble where we where we'd go without a job so we'd have to find some kind of job there to do and i work in a tight field if anyone wants a performance analyst in Aust- performance analysis in australia and want to find out how good i am feel free to get in contact <laughs> but um yeah it's like taking a big leap like that's a bit feels a bit bold mm sometimes the bold actions speak the loudest um yeah we we got to keep going for a little bit longer is the answer to your question when you're trying to mild it to me uh just to fill like kind of the aim of an hour isn't it not a super long we're at 55 minutes currently that's another five minutes yeah no i don't like talking to everyone you are just tired it's but it's half past 10 here half 10 and i'm really tired i'm i've been really exhausted this week um, uh, we didn't get to bed till quite late last night. Um, Very nice heart to heart, didn't we? Yeah, but now it's... <laughs> I had to get up really early for work. I'm just so tired. Really early? Yeah, like <laughs> half six. <laughs> you, left, you left it later than you were, what were going to. I know, because um, I, I had to. And now I think today, I'm, right now, because we have stopped and we are just chilling and talking, like my body is just slowly shutting down. And it's like, I think you're going to have to carry me upstairs, shutting down like, I can't move. I suppose that's where I felt last night when we were talking down mm. here. I I had a pretty rough night's sleep the night before because I had a load of things running through my head. Um, I I had a really odd flashback to something that happened a couple of years ago. And it was really weird. I was in a situation where I was first aid of something. It was quite a nasty injury and I had... I just decided randomly to suddenly start questioning myself. I'm sure there's other people out there that have done very similar things. It was so stupid because you can't change what you did. No, and I think and I think that's the main thing. I think you need to realise that you can't change what you did. And even though you've had a rough sleep, after our heart-to-heart, we slept a lot better. Yeah, I felt so but much better just... last night. I should have said, like, it's a stupid thing, isn't it? Everyone does. I thought I could deal with it myself. But as soon as I talked to you about it and told you why I was upset and what I was upset about, it put everything in perspective. Like that person was okay, and I knew they were okay because of the actions I made at the to- actions I took at the time, and I was confirmed that by people. But you still question yourself, don't you? But like, if as soon as I talk to you, I just like you put it in. It puts it into perspective. You didn't even have to say anything, but it's just saying it out loud to someone else really helped. I think I've got a, a, a probably a different outlook on life than what Joe has. Is you know, if it's if it's happened, it's happened. Yeah. You can't change what's happened. It's like it's there's just... no point. I I I find that there's no point worrying about something that's happened because you're, you're too late. You know, if it if it's a bad decision, the right decision, you know, yeah, in the middle, that's... it is what it is. Now you've, you've already made that decision. You move on. You you find your next decision. You try and make that decision the best to have the best possible outcome you can have. Where I think you will still worry about, like you mentioned, a decision not... that you've made three four years ago but actually doesn't really matter I anymore i don't think it's necessarily worry like okay that one i was just overordering because it's it's weird if anyone's been in a situation where you've given someone some some first aid or some like critical care stuff um i don't do it on a professional as a professional or on a daily basis so i can think to paramedics and stuff you must find this all the time but you don't know like i interjected with someone's life for two hours that i was there helping them and then it was gone you never get to hear about it again, which is a positive. I'm sure if there was something like you'd hear some things, but you never get to hear about how they're doing that far on. And I, it's just I just find it it must be really difficult for them to deal with on a daily basis. That's the only thing I had to deal with, so I can get uh, get deal with that and move on. So yeah, it's interesting, and that's one of the things that we're always really positive about talking about mental health and having open and open and honest conversations about how we feel with each other because. That's how you make sure you maintain your your balance, isn't it? You have to make sure that everyone's just okay in general, like that their day to day running of life isn't so shit that they feel over overwhelmed or or feel shit. Yeah, like every and the, the, my honest answer to anyone who's listening who 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 gets pent up with some kind of stress and anxiety about that, they're natural feelings. Everyone does it, you know. It might feel it's at different levels. And that's why you got to find your way of dealing with it. But everyone, everyone to an extent, gets those feelings. And my recommendation is a duvet and chocolate. Put, for anyone feeling like that. My recommendation is find your thing. My yeah. thing is talking to you about it. My thing is chocolate and a duvet. And oh, a sleep. Yeah. <laughs> a quick and a sleep, yeah. 
and then you, you put in you put it behind you but yeah like, i think that's what i do i put everything behind me i don't i don't i don't like to hold grudges or hold things i am the type of person like right it's happened you move on it is what it is isn't it uh, but I, like i'm a, i'm a reflective person and i know you like at the moment you're betraying that in it like not necessarily a negative way but in a you just got to move on the way i like to think about things is think about what's happened understand the situations and the way your actions affected it did they have a positive outcome did it have a negative that your decisions have a negative outcome what would you do differently and then bear that in mind for when you move on and i agree you have got to have that move on point but you have got to have that critical analysis of it and that's because i'm an analyst just move on but you can't do that. If you don't just move on, how do you expect to improve? Positive reflection. Right, g- 10, don't 000, get me wrong. You do learn 10, from your mistakes. 10,000 hour rule. If you fuck something up, you're going to learn from it. But like, you know, you do, I, I just don't understand. I, I just don't, I just don't hold on to, to stuff like that. I just, I, there's no time in the day to worry about stuff like that. Or oh, there's I no room was, in my brain to think about that. You you just move on. It is I wouldn't it say is. I wouldn't say I was know, worried about that kind of thing. Step over that bridge and get over it. I'm not I'm talking more generally now. I wouldn't say I was always worried about something that I reflect on. I think that, that's a, something to be clear. I reflect on everything like day to day things, sessions I deliver in work, whatever it may be, I, I reflect on them because I want to improve, I want to be the best person I can be. And that's important. Ten thousand hour rule that's written in I'm gonna I'm God, got an academic here. The way I read about it is in um, Matt, Matt Said's book Bounce. Um, I can't tell you what year it's published. There we go. That's really boring and academic of me. But Very boring and academic. He speaks about the ten thousand hour rule. So ten thousand hours of purposeful practice. Me reflecting on on what I've done. That's making my practice purposeful. If I just do it, that's just doing it. How do I expect to improve? YouTube. No, be like no. <laughs> You're getting tired. And agree to a disagree on that thing. Yeah, sure. I agree to disagree on that thing. However, I'm I. That's why I said the beginning of that conversation is, we both have different outlooks on life. I'm the kind of person like you know it's happened, you move on, where you do like to think about stuff a bit more than I do. Yeah, and but I'm still the, moving on. Kind of hence the name though, isn't it? Did I just say that? Because I, I, I don't think you off. You sometimes don't think you or or you overthink, and sometimes yeah. overthinking can be. I've got something else going, that in, going in. I've got something else going on in my head because I'm overthinking it. So I just say the thing. Exactly. I think that's, through. I think that's where our podcast name has come from. But also, you know, it kind of puts into perspective how different people can be, but then how similar they can be in the same way, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like in that kind of method, we're kind of chalk and cheese, aren't we? Yeah. Um, well, I just, yeah. But like, but then in other points, that the way that we, when we're in situations, like where you either got, to, we're taking the lead or we're doing different bits and you've just got to get on with it. We just get on. With, we both just get on with it. It's, it's you know, we're but not. You you have to, isn't it? That's that's kind of another thing. Like if you're in a situation where you have to do something, or you have, you know, there's no, you know, tough luck. You're there. You can go to do it. I don't understand. I like. Right, I I'm the first to moan about something. I always am. I'm like, I I I'd moan about the shade of. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the shade yeah. of the sky. Do you know what I mean? I, I would. I'll, I'll moan about anything. However, if I'm put in a situation where, like, right, you have to do this or, you know, nothing's going to happen, you then you just crack on and do it. Like, if I have to do it, there's nothing else that can happen, then I'll do it. I won't moan. You just crack on and do it. However, if I have the opportunity to moan about anything, I will moan. Like, like Billy O. Like, do, 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 yeah, I, I, don't I, know, I don't know where I was going, but, like, yeah, you, and I, I don't find them, like, I find it really, I won't moan about something because I'm not sure how. I don't find that helpful. But like going back to something more positive, I was really I, last week, last time we did a podcast, I was kind of stressed about the climbing event I was running, and it went super smooth because I just got on with it. You know, yeah, you you just got to get on with it. You I, know, I, I did. All, At the but, end of the day, you're going to end up back in your bed or a bed, sleeping at night. That's what I always think. If I'm having a really crappy day at work or a crappy day outside somewhere, what I think is, at the end of this day, whenever the end of this day will be. I'll be back in the bed. And like, so it doesn't matter. But I, I, I read, uh, I, oh, sorry, I watched a YouTube video from a uh, Navy SEAL, which it talks about um, making your bed, in the making morning. a bed in your morning, because it, like, even if you have a crappy day, you go back to a made bed. But on that, like, I think that the it went, the session went so well because I planned it all. 
it, you did plan it. You took a lot of time to make sure it was good. And like I got a lot of good feedback, and that really helps you with your reflections. I kind of would have liked some constructive feedback because th- I like to make things better. But yeah, I, I, it was good. It went really well, and every, everyone was really happy. Winners or losers, no one lost that day because they had a great time climbing some great routes by the route setters. So cheers, guys. And well, there's more of those sessions to come. And I, I've got a better idea of how, I, how I'm going to run them and it's different challenges. But on that end note, B, we should finish. Yeah. I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. You're literally trying to go to sleep on me in the and corner. I, in the middle of the podcast. I'm well, not the middle, the end of the podcast. I'm uh, sorry, guys, but I'm really, really tired. I'm, <laughs> my eyes are closing. And like, I'm so tired. Like, I've stopped drinking the Prosecco. Like, that's how tired I She's am. She's going to leave half a glass of Prosecco again. It's not half a glass. It's like a little sip. Is it? Yeah, you better finish it off. See it I off. Will, well, maybe I will finish it off, but like, I'm so tired. Right. So that is it from both me and me and we'll see you on episode three of or see you we'll talk to you again on episode three of the podcast uh did i just say that and we are obviously going to just remind you that we're available to listen to on spotify and we're also available to listen to on uh, apple podcasts all you need to do is search did i just say that all is one word and you'll find us pop up there um, if you want to give us a like on, oh, I haven't set up the Facebook page, but by the time this goes through, a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter, or go and subscribe to our, uh, is it subscribe? No, it's a follow on Instagram as well, isn't it? It is a, it is a follow oh, on I, Instagram. I was trying to sound like all social media social media savvy then. No, you're trying to copy what we do on our YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel that I get, every, so for months on that YouTube channel, I used to just be me going, give us a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter, or subscribe down below. Um, so now I got some of the other guys to get involved and do it but um, yeah just if you want to want to hear more from us or see what we get up to give us a like, like on Facebook a follow on Twitter and a follow on Instagram and we'll see you next week on next week at the next episode on Did I Just Say That see you later guys